talk all about different movies. Well, really, we're only talking about Dylan O'Brien movies, but it's your Dylan O'Brien podcast. <laughs> Hello, Belle. Hello, Malster. How are you? Guacamole, sorry. That's all good. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta promote your brand. Yes, exactly. So. Guacamole. Uh, how are you? I am I am good. I just finished my last day with my I have three jobs currently and I just finished my last day with one of my jobs which was I was homeschooling these two little girls and yeah, it's over. So, which is weird. I don't think I realized you had three jobs. I work for my church. Oh. And then Do I, you get paid for that? Mhm. Interessant. Interessant. I did not know you got paid for yeah. that. Gotcha. Yeah. That's very cool. Very cool. That's yeah. nice that they pay you for that. How how are you doing? Oh, I am just fine. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, so today we were watching American Assassin. Uh, well, we weren't watching it today. Maybe we were, but I watched this, it today. Not when this podcast comes out, but oh. we are talking about American Assassin, um, which it came out in 2017, mm-hmm. and it was the script that convinced Dylan O'Brien to come back to acting mm-hmm. um, after his accident. So this is only one year after the death cure, mm-hmm. which is weird to me because he looks so much older in this movie. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, also makes me wonder, was he doing both of the movies at the same time? Yeah. Can you do that? Can you do two movies at once? Well, if they, it depends on, I guess, how much, yeah, you can, but I feel like it too, it probably depended on how much of death care they had filmed. They had like nothing filmed. Oh. Yeah. Probably just, I feel like movies will usually work around your schedule if you're like, I feel like I've heard actors talk about that, you know? Yeah. Well, anyways, so we're looking at American Assassin, um, which is definitely my kind of movie and definitely not your kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we have very different opinions of this movie and thoughts of this movie. Well, not my kind of movie in that, like, I like action movies. I But except, okay. So, like, in my own definition of, like, I... I, I do tend to fast forward through the action sequences <laughs> in action movies when they're too long and it's just, or if there's just too much of it. But I feel like this movie just felt very like low quality and I love low quality romance movies and things, but I feel like low quality action, low quality feeling action movies feel not as like, not as easy for me to get on board. You know, what about it? Did you think was low quality? I feel like the script wasn't good. And I feel like the, well, I just, I, I, and again, I watched this very, very early this morning. So I don't know how much of it was just, I just didn't know what was going on, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like they didn't make their enemy known early, like quickly enough. Cause I feel like when you watch you know, bigger budget movies or whatever, I or whatever, just other action movies, you get introduced to the villain, like, right away, you know? And technically we were, but we were never, we weren't given a name, or, you know what I mean? And I feel like that made it very confusing, and they didn't repeat it enough, where I, I already struggle with names in movies where, it, like, Paul, they'll say Paul Blart one million times. It could be the title of the movie, and I'm like, I don't know, Kevin James's character. <laughs> um, So this was really hard for me, because I feel like they barely said, who the I didn't even know who that girl was that they were working with. That was I, I don't know who was like an agent 
a double agent. Was she double agent? Sort of. Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, I have no idea what her name was. Annika. Annika. Um, but yeah, I just Something I thought like I thought the script wasn't great, and I felt like I thought it was a fine movie. I didn't think it was like straight up bad. I just I just didn't like it. Hmm. I don't think it was low budget. Yeah, I mean it was, they they spent like thirty three million on it, and I had no trouble following it. Yeah. So just so me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it might not be just you, but I really liked it. Yeah. I felt like it was. I I feel like most of the time the action movie you don't know who the villain is at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to. Yeah. It always comes out that it's someone you don't think it is, or why is that person a villain? Like, I feel like most of the times, most times. They lead you to think that it's one person when mm-hmm. it's actually something totally different. Yeah. But even in that, like, I feel like they didn't lead you. All you knew it was that they were trying to go after this terrorist cell. But there wasn't, like, a person or a name to the cell ever given. I'm. Do you know what I'm saying? N- no. I feel like usually you're, like given like the the main guy the leader of the cell's name which you were like once that is only the very beginning of the movie that's how they find Mitch Rap after that they're not going after a terrorist cell they're going after the people who are building the atomic bomb or the right which i thought bomb. was the terrorist cell that were building the nuclear bomb or that like had acquired it i think it's a totally separate thing from the beginning (laughs) so he's like he is going after the people that murdered his fiance right yeah which is a terrorist and that's how the cia finds him right so they they use him to Uh find this terrorist group but while that happens plutonium is stolen from russia a totally separate issue and so they're like this is the guy we need to find the plutonium and the nuclear bomb that is being made okay okay got it do you (laughs) yep (laughs) like i don't think that the terrorist groups are supposed to be the same from the beginning to the end it's just here's one group that Uh he went after Uh uh-huh and that helps when they storm in and they shoot everybody yeah okay but that is what motivates him to keep going because he didn't get the chance to kill his name starts with an M, but I don't remember what it is. The guy that killed his fiance, like he never gets the chance to kill him. Uh-huh. So he's like, I'm going to go after the rest of these dirt bags. Mm-hmm. And every time I kill one of them, I'm going to picture the guy that I wanted to get revenge on. Okay. This is the way that I'm going to avenge my fiance. Okay. And was that what that last clip was at the very end? Was him going back to still then avenge his fiance? Or why was he in so, Iran? Well, because so the nuclear bomb, uh-huh. so that man that he's in the elevator with yeah. was on that committee with the US CIA lady. Okay. Jeanette, Annette, Annette Kennedy. Irene, Irene Kennedy, mm-hmm. that was her name. So they were on like the committee together trying to find this atomic bomb, this nuclear bomb, so that it didn't start a war. Okay. So this man 
who was like a general in Iran, he becomes president and now he's he's blaming the CIA for this nuclear like as if America was trying to start a nuclear war and he says we are going to attack America. Gotcha. And so Mitch is like, No, you're not. Yeah. Okay. You're another dirtbag that I'm gonna take out. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I still don't think he has anything to do with the original the orig- terrorist cell. I think that this is just Mitch's mission now. Yeah. Is to just take out bad people. Okay. And that's the way that he has to deal with his fiance's death. Yeah. His fiance's murder. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the the beginning part of that terrorist cell is literally just to give you an idea of what Mitch has done over the last 18 months. Yeah. And he lost it. So now he's taking all that aggression mm-hmm. and all the stuff that he wants to, like, all the revenge. And he's applying it to all the bad people that are in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Maybe it was that you were watching it at 6 in the morning after yeah, taking what? melatonin. Yeah. I, I don't know. I felt so... I, like, kept pausing it and being like, I, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I think there were some parts, too, where it's just, like, him surviving the original terrorist attack. They didn't – I feel like that somewhat warranted an explanation in terms of, like, his girlfriend's on the beach. The guy comes back, looks at Mitch crawling towards her, and then shoots her some more. But leaves him alive for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, they've shot everybody else down on the beach but him. I, I feel like well, I feel like there were probably a ton of other people that were just like Mitch. Yeah, but I feel like if your goal was just a mass and attack and then you see this guy in front of him, you walk back and then you shoot his girlfriend who's already They were two different people though. The first guy that shot his girlfriend is not the guy that walks over and shoots her again. Yeah, but so either way, like, just somebody coming over, he's crawling towards her and oh, you don't Oh, see, I see it as very much like you're going to die anyways. I yeah. can see that you're shot. Yeah. You're going to die. This is the woman you're crawling after. I'm an evil person. I'm going to shoot her yeah. while you watch me, and I'm going to leave you to look at her dead okay. body while you yeah. die. Yeah. That's how I re- like. That's yeah. how I take the incident. That mm-hmm. doesn't really bother me. Yeah. Because they're bad people. Yeah, they're yeah. They do mean things. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she was already dead, so I don't know why he shot her like two more times. Yeah. But. Yeah. I also thought they had some interesting, like, this is my last comment, uh, one, like, one-liners. They had their very own, like, vein, I feel like, of one-liners, where Michael Keaton's character, Michael Keaton's character, when he's talking to the CIA lady, Irene, mm-hmm. and he shows her a picture of somebody, and he's like, does that bong a gong for you? <laughs> I do not remember that I'll one. Have to, when we're done with this, I'll have to rewind and show you, because I was like, that is a weird... A weird line to put in there. That is a weird line um, to put in there. Where he's saying, like, do you, does this, do you recognize this person? And she's like, no, like, we made sure he was dead or whatever. This is bong a gong for you. Interesting. Yeah. That's funny. I did not catch that. But yeah. Yeah. So I really liked the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you find out that the, it's not really these, Iranians or Romans or whoever Mm -hmm. like that are 
like wanting this. Well, they all want the bomb, but which that president man was going to use the bomb to take out Israel. Okay. Um, but then he didn't end up getting the bomb, but is it's this like man that used to be under, um, Hurley. Okay. And I guess like went insane and now is like, I'm going to take this bomb and I'm going to kill a whole bunch of Americans. Mm-hmm. I did. I thought that was interesting. An yeah. Interesting point to the movie that it was like, it's not supposed to be personal. And yet this man is making it very personal mm-hmm. because he feels like the U S let him down. So he's going to take it out on the, mm-hmm. we feel like Hurley let him down. So he's going to take it out on the U S Navy, but mm-hmm. just an interesting, I thought it was interesting. It was, a little bit of a twist to what you thought was happening. Yeah. But I really liked the movie. Yeah. I would watch it again. Yeah. Any more thoughts from you? I don't think so. Yeah. So one thing that I thought about, I was going to be really annoyed and I was happy they didn't do it. But the CIA agent... Annika or Annika, um, she is telling the Iranians what the CIA is doing. Mm -hmm. And she has an Iranian handler who she's feeding the information to, Mm -hmm. which is partly why they can't get a jump on these people. Like Mitch mentions it like once or twice. Mm -hmm. How come they always seem one step ahead? Like what's going on? And it's because she's feeding them information Mm -hmm. because... It's her uncle who's, like, semi-involved with this nuclear bomb plot. Right. And from, like, her story, then it sounds like, like, her family died trying to, like, died for their country. Whether that was right or wrong, they died for it. So she was, like, trying to honor her family. So her whole family is dead. And then Hurley knows her Iranian handler, Mm -hmm. her uncle. And um, then he gets shot. And so she is bad, but she's not. Yeah. Because you were like, I don't know if she's good or bad. Like, I think that's the point. Yeah. Like, she is. She's not for the CIA. She was feeding information. Yeah. But also she was doing what she thought was right for her family. um, Like, to honor her family mm-hmm. and her country. So then that gets really like, well, what is the right thing? And then at the end, she's like, I want to see my family, which yeah. is telling Mitch that she wants to, like, she doesn't care if she die. Whereas the like. And then she, she just killed herself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. The ghost guy, he calls himself ghost. Mm-hmm. This is the Navy SEAL guy that yeah. wants revenge from. He was like, see, she wants to live, Mitch, to see her family. But Mitch is like, no, that actually means she wants to die. And then she just kills herself, which is like very sad. Yeah. But. So, yes, she was good and she was bad. Yeah. But that's why he was, like, drowning her. But then he knew the only way to get to the bomb was through her because she knew where it was because of her handler. She, like, had information uh-huh. of where to go Okay. to access the bomb. So that's why he goes and saves her. Mm-hmm. So I was happy. I was scared that they were going to make them, like, kiss him or whatever. And I was like, this is stupid. I don't want a love story in this movie. Like, yeah. his love story was his fiance. He's avenging his fiance. Yeah. I don't, he doesn't need a woman in his life. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was happy that they, they yeah. kept that very plutonic. Yeah. 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 Because you were like, 
who's drowning her and then they made out the next minute it's like, like clearly did not make out yeah yeah and i was and i was very grateful that they did it yeah it felt like they i were was going thinking to of like fall in where... love or whatever but it was like no they didn't and thank goodness yeah it been stupid i was thinking of the scene where she comes in and she's like hey are you okay? Yeah. She's like very touchy. Yes. That's what I meant. Obviously they weren't yeah. making out. Yes. But. And that's where I was like, if they even make them like sleep together or whatever, that's going to be super annoying to me. Yeah. See, I actually, I really love action movie romance storylines where it's like, there's that undercurrent of a romantic storyline. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's by no means the focus. So you don't like when action movies I do don't that. mind it. Okay, but just um, this one, it didn't suit the story. Yeah, I was like, that's saying. unnecessary. Yeah. Like his his whole goal is because the woman he loved died. And now you're just telling me he's just gonna like be with some other woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just didn't it, for me it didn't fit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mind action movies with love in them, but not this one. Gotcha. I felt like his purpose for what he was doing, you can't have a romantic storyline fit into that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What did you think of Dylan O'Brien's performance in this movie? I thought it was okay. I thought thought it got better as the movie went on. Um, And I don't think it was ever really, like, bad. I certainly wouldn't say that I thought it was bad. I think that I just feel like his performance in the death cure and in the other movies that we'd watched so far have been all better than his performance in this one. Um, I'm trying to think of specific things, but that the, I'll, I'll think of something specific, but what was your, what were your thoughts? I liked it. Yeah. I feel like this is Dylan O'Brien breaking out from his, child acting uh-huh. like he has always been in action movies and like teen wolf is technically considered an action show right and so he has always been in that role but like even with thomas you know with the maze runner that's much more an action movie mm-hmm. um but he's still like a kind-hearted um character who you're like rooting for in the sense that what everything he's doing is like for the betterment of those around him. I don't Mm -hmm. know if that makes sense. Like styles is very lovable and Thomas is very like uh, a hair, a hero of the story. Not that Mitch isn't a hero of the story, Mm -hmm. but I feel like this is him breaking away from that. Like, teen heartthrob yeah like, kind well, in of this movie, they definitely emphasize the heaviness of his background way more right. than like even the maze runner it's like oh his life was traumatic or whatever i mean it wasn't it wasn't but you kind of move past that in some sense like it's right. definitely brought up and it's definitely part of his story but in this movie the heaviness over over mitch's character is always there right and that like he's never he's never like a happy guy no. in this movie at all I feel like yeah. it just breaks from his typical, like, charming character. Because, like, Thomas is charming. Thomas is, like, lovable. Yeah. Um, and, like, very much a leader. And, yeah. And Mitch is, is reckless. He, oh, yeah. If, from the get-go, doesn't obey orders. and. Yeah, I just feel like it's it's definitely just, like, such a different part of his. Like, again, I can't believe that these movies are one year apart. Yeah. That the death cure and 
American Assassin came out a year apart from each other because he looks so much older. He acts so much older. Yeah. You feel like he is a grown man, whereas, mm-hmm. like, in The Death Cure, you're still viewing him as, like, a 17-year-old yeah. boy, a 16-year-old boy. And so it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like this, for some of the other movies that are coming, this gives him the opportunity to go into all kinds of roles. Yeah. Because he's able to be this, like, very um, angry, not very good-looking person. Mm-hmm. Like, he's always, like shaggy yeah he always needs to shower yeah minus the very end scene that's the only time i think he like looks okay yeah i agree (laughs) i think that was it was funny this movie to be like for most of it i'm like wow he looks fine doesn't look doesn't look it's not typical dill yeah (laughs) not not our typical dill yeah those shorts in the beginning of the movie those board shorts the bright yellow ones the bright yellow ones that were like down mid calf were very interesting yeah I've brought up um uh an outfit thing in a long time. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's your first one. I was <laughs> they just stood out. I was like, whoa, those are some those are some swim trunks. What's crazy to me is to think ahead as to like the movies we're going to watch. Yeah. And some of them I feel like he plays these like adult characters, like mm-hmm. a Mitch rap. But Love and Monsters is also coming up. <laughs> Have you seen is. anything? Yeah. Love and Monsters is like monsters attack the earth and his girlfriend gets like taken and he has to go but they're like they look like high schoolers again and i'm like i don't understand how he can go from like being thomas yeah who's like a 17 year old to being mitch rap who yeah. looks like a like a 28 year old man like yeah what you know what i mean and then he's gonna do some other things and then all of a sudden he's gonna go to love and monsters which is like a 2020 movie and he's gonna be playing something what well, seems like he's playing someone younger. Than, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Which is very interesting. He can just do it all. He can do it all. Yeah. I feel like he's got a pretty flexible looking face where yes. they can like, he definitely, I feel like can lean towards a little bit more having a baby face. Yeah. And so I think it's easy to like dress him up or down in yeah. terms of age. Very true. Um, I was like, if he keeps the beard the whole movie, I might die. Yeah. I couldn't with yeah. the beard. Like, I got it why he was, like, growing it out for, yeah. like, what he was trying to accomplish. Yeah. But I was like, thank goodness that they got rid of that beard really quick. Yeah. Because I don't think I could have done it. Yeah. But the beard was rough. The beard plus the, like, it wasn't shaggy hair in, like, a cute way. It was no. It was nasty it was shaggy scraggly. hair. Yeah, scraggly. Yeah. Do you think this stuff happens for real? Um, yes and no. I think, well, all of it or something more specific in terms of like, do I think the CIA really goes after, you know, certain people? Well, I know CIA goes after certain people, but like, I like, I'm saying people like Mitch to like train them up. Yeah. I think certainly that is, could be true or is true. Like, I'm just thinking about these people that are just, like, in this market, right? Mm-hmm. And then – or in this, like, restaurant. And then all of a sudden there's, like, a shooting that happens. I was like, I wonder how often that goes into the news as, like, a shooting occurred at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. But none of us know it's actually the CIA going yeah. after a person mm-hmm. who is building a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Especially thinking, too, like, our – probably outside of, you know, the U.S., and I, I don't know, it's, n- certain Western countries 
the news probably isn't a maybe as quick to report or b is way more controlled than it is i mean our news is obviously still pretty controlled but you know if you think about middle eastern countries their media is way more controlled yeah um not all but most of them and yeah it's much easier to manipulate yeah it just makes me wonder like how often this stuff happens and it's like part of a much larger more scary thing and it's not just like yeah bad people doing bad things it's like yeah bad people that are have these huge catastrophic plans yeah i think too i that's kind of my my undergrad is in international relations and I hated it because I feel like it exposed so much of the thing, like so many of the things where it would seem like, oh, that this country made a deal with this country and it seems good. It's like, okay, we're going to give you, I don't know, a bunch of food for your people, for your starving country. And then somehow, some way that deal was going to give this one man who was already evil or whatever, like so much power. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know if that made sense. I feel that felt like somewhat incoherent, but at the same time, like there's always these little things that seem so minor policies that are passed, things that are done. And there's so much more behind it. Yeah. And I hate that. I hate, I know that the web of corruption is wide and vast and strong, but to see into it and yeah. peek into it just a little bit was like too much to me. It was yeah, very believe overwhelming. It. Believe it. Yeah, it just makes me wonder how often yeah. this stuff is happening in our world. And, like, most of us have no idea that that's, yeah. that's what's happening. It just seems like, okay, someone decided to shoot up a place again. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um. Oh, crap. That was going to – I was going to say something about that. I don't remember. CIA. Oh, I remember. So the end of this movie got me really researching. Did you know that the U.S. dropped four atomic bombs into the ocean? Nope. Just to see what would happen. Because I was like, okay, what really does happen if you drop an atomic bomb into the ocean? Yeah. Because they were like, if they get it under the surface of the water, like, it won't be a big deal, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that just can't seem right. So I looked it up. And apparently, we dropped one at this place called Bikini Atoll. And they named the bomb Helen of Bikini. Which is just stupid. Why do we name our atomic bombs? It's stupid. But they dropped one. And, like, this Bikini Atoll is, like was a huge coral reef oh in the gosh. middle of the Marshall Islands. Yeah. So I, so then my brain starts like ticking away and I'm like, okay, when did this happen? Um, when did that one happen? I don't know, but it, they said it didn't go very well because, um, th- uh, three ships got destroyed by the bomb because one was right above it when the bomb went off and it got disintegrated. It disappeared. The whole ship disappeared. Because it was right above where it hit. And there was people on it? I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't yeah. find anything that said if there were people on it or not. I assumed there was. Um, then they it created a thirty meter crate thirty meter crater in the ocean. Thirty thousand meter crater in the ocean. Let me let me go back to my little article that I was Yeah. Reading. Um and Oh, it just 
it made me so angry. So, so they dropped it in, let's see, in, on July 26, 1946, the U.S. military tried a new type of nuclear test, and it was a joint effort between the Army and the Navy to see what would happen if you put it under the surface of the water. <laughs> so they put it 90 feet below the surface, and it's set off. Um, and there were all these ships around it and a whole bunch of ships, like, well, they talked about three of them, three of them, one of them got like disintegrated and the other two were just like slowly kind of like sunk into the ocean. Yeah. And then the other ships that were around it, cause there were like dozens of ships there because it was like the Navy, the cleanup crew couldn't even get close enough to like clean the radiation off because it was so strong around the ships that you couldn't even go there to clean them off. So like there, I'm assuming there were definitely people on these ships. Why would you have like a dozen ships just sitting yeah. there with people on them? So like all these people was like died from all this radiation. They couldn't even go clean it up because there was too much radiation because what happens this is just making me very angry when I was reading. So here's what happens. When you drop a nuclear bomb in the water. Let me rewind. When you drop a nuclear bomb on land, the radiation dissipates over the land, right? Mm -hmm. So it spreads out. It gets thinner and thinner as it spreads out. Mm -hmm. um, it gets, like, diluted to a point where it doesn't affect people anymore. Yeah. But as you get closer to the spot, obviously, that radiation is going to get thicker. But then over time, it's going to, like, slowly go away. Right. Well, in the water, that doesn't happen. It, like, since water is sticky, it, like, the radiation sticks to the water in that area. So it never dissipates, which is fine because now it's not, like, going to all the, like, people on the lands close by. But it's so incredibly strong where the bomb is that it's just, like, destroying everything in that, like, little area. And, like I said, they couldn't even get to the ships to clean – to scrub them. So, like, they could only be out there for, like, a couple of, like, hours and then they would have to leave. However, what those ships were doing is the, like, ships that went to clean would come back to their, quote, clean ships – but they were tracking contaminated water. So now they were like contaminating other ships with radiation, which was then contaminating the islands close by. And then they did it four more times. That's insane. We are dumb. Yeah. So are the ships just still sitting out there? I don't know where they are now. Yeah. Um, but they just like. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous it doesn't say what happened to the ships like after it just talks mm -hmm. about how like they couldn't really clean them and like they the people were meeting their allotments for radiation like exposure yeah like super quickly so they had to like leave and <sighs> so there were here we go there were a total of six ships that were impossible to clean and so six were badly damaged and were sunk at the Bikini Lagoon because they were contaminated. And then the other ships were towed 200 miles away where they would stay. And then some were um, towed to Pearl Harbor, Seattle, and San Francisco. <laughs> Not 
surprised, but horrified nonetheless. Well, and then I'm like, no yeah. wonder our oceans are dying. Yeah. Like, on top of a coral reef. Yeah. In the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And you just are like, yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah. Why? Uh, like, there's why nothing can... that makes me more angry than nuclear warfare. Yeah. I don't understand why that couldn't have been modeled on a smaller scale. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, and why did they need to know that? Why was that so important? Yeah. Well, even this article was like at the very beginning. What did they say? It was funny. Um, oh. But the underwater test was controversial, perhaps even more so than land-based tests. Even nuclear scientists questions it, questioned its point. Would it offer useful scientific information, or was this all just for show? Probably just for show. Yeah, yeah 100% just for yeah. show, because that's the only reason we ever do... Yeah. Anyways, because I was, like, watching. I just was, like, is this real? Like, is this what really happened? And then I looked it up, and I was, like, it is exactly what actually happened. Yeah. Like, all the, like, the, like, blowing up of the big plume of water. Yeah. Like, the ships being, like, that little boat being, like, sucked into it. Yeah. Yeah. I just was, like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. When we did it four times. Yeah. Yikes. I know. Stupid, right? Yeah. And that poor, like, sea life. Yeah. Not that I think we should do it on land either. Yeah. It's just so destructive. It just, anyways, that was just making me very angry as I was, like, researching it. I was like, wow, this is real. This actually happened. I hate that. I know. I hate it, too. (laughs) But I thought I'd just share that little tidbit of information. Like, why didn't we ever learn about that in history class? Like, we always hear about, like, Hiroshima and, um... Oh my gosh, what's the other one? Nagasaki. Nagasaki, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like we should like add in Bikini Atoll and like talk about how we did these random stupid underwater tests. Yeah. I think some of those things, I think we've just done so many messed up things. And either way, even living in the US, we still protect our history books from some of our own faults. Well, we shouldn't. Yeah. Because they're giving out like thousands of dollars. I started looking at like there's other places where you can like sign up to get money from the u.s if you were affected by the radiation in on those islands like uh retribution is that what it's called Mm -hmm. um because i guess the people on the surrounding islands have been like severely affected by well yeah yeah so there you go but i guess like who cares because they're tiny little islands in the middle of the pacific right i just don't get it why would they do that yeah they just clearly didn't care. Also, that statement about who cares was sarcastic in case people didn't understand. <laughs> Obviously, we should care about. Yes. So here we go. So now there's a uh, ship graveyard, apparently. Is the radiation still there? Still as strong since it's in the ocean? Do you know? Um, I mean, it talks about it like as if it's still super strong because it like gets stuck in the water. Um, but I didn't look into that too much. Mm-hmm. I got really distracted by the uh, stupidity of yeah. the U.S. government. Hmm. 
Oh, here. Even the vessels that survived the blast were so radioactive that initial levels were 20 times a lethal dose. 20 times. It's insane. There you go. That was a little bit of a tangent on this podcast, but... We're educating the masses. Yeah. So... Whoa. I don't know if the rest of the CIA part was true, but the nuclear bomb in the water part. Yeah. That was true. Accurate. Very accurate. Tragically accurate. Yeah. Between this and our, our podcast before this was Deepwater Horizon, wasn't it? I know. <laughs> Dylan, we need some more happy movies. Yeah. What the heck? Please give us a, a happy movie like, um, what was that one that we watched where they like danced in the club and he was like a little nerd? The Intern? The internship. Ship, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, the internship. Uh, but anyways, overall, how many Dylan O'Briens would you give this on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm going to give it 4. Wow. That's I know. Low. I know. It is low. I figure, too, we've got – he's got movie – we've got we've got time. Gives It gives me a little bit more range. Did you give him a 9.5 for Death Cure? I think so. I gave him a really high score for Death so Cure. I think so, too. That was, I mean, <laughs> how can you not? That was a great movie. I would give this movie a 7. Okay. I really enjoyed this movie, and I would probably watch it again. However, I didn't love all the blood. Yeah, it was gory. It was pretty gory. I, I feel mean, like I think it, was it is way... rated R. Yeah, I feel like it was bloodier than normal action movies. You know yes. what I mean? Where they, they'll, like, show you, like, them people, like, knocking. You know what I mean? There's shooting, but there's not so much blood. I don't watch a lot of rated R action movies. Yeah. So well, I, I don't watch really a lot of rated R action movies, I guess. But Because PG-13 movies are not going to be like that. But Yeah. Yeah. I it, it was very, like, like, when he was, like, pulling off the fingernails and stuff. I was like, I didn't need to see it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I could have implied what was going to happen. Yeah. You didn't have to show it to yeah. me. Like, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand, like, how people, like, I'm sure there are people like that. Yeah. That, like, are getting tortured and don't give in. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't. But also, I just, I don't understand the appeal. Like, even to Quentin Tarantino movies, you know, Kill Bill and whatever. I literally have watched, I watched the first 10 minutes. I think I, I made it 10 or 15 minutes of Kill Bill and I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah. It's like it's like overly gory. Yeah. It's like overly. It's just it was so I had nightmares for like two weeks after like 10. It was ridiculous. I but, do feel like this wasn't overly. No, gory. no. This wasn't over. Kill Bill is like a whole other level. But I just I don't understand the appeal there. I don't either. I understand the appeal to some degree of like, you know, watching violence or whatever. But like and just action movies. But the blood at like the gore, yeah. I just I that's something I I really can't wrap my mind around it. What are you getting out of this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just not our thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, but overall, I did enjoy it. Yeah, but I would only recommend it to um to a select few. Exclusive group yeah your chosen people people i know wouldn't wouldn't care if um oh yeah i okay i'm an idiot please 
disregard what I said earlier. This came out a year before the Death Cure. Oh. It came out a year after Deepwater Horizon. Okay. Which we had talked about on the last podcast saying that I like we got them out of order. Yes. Like Deepwater Horizon, American Assassin, and then the Death Cure. Right. Right. But even more so, it was a year after. How does he go from being Mitch Rapp back to like being young Thomas? The point still stands. Yeah. That it's like only a year apart. But sorry to everyone and our listeners. I got my dates confused. Wow. No one should listen to me ever. (laughs) So here's a question. Which we need to decide. Maybe we shouldn't be deciding this on the podcast, but we're doing it anyways. We're doing it. So his next movie is Bumblebee. Because he's just a voiceover, Because he right? does the voice of Bumblebee. So the question is, do we watch that as a Dylan O'Brien movie? Or do we skip straight to Love and Monsters? I... Or... See, I think we should watch Amazing Stories. Okay. What is it? Personally. Um... So he, oh, I heard that one's good too. So there's like these two TV shows that he was in, mm-hmm. but it's like a single episode TV show mm-hmm. series. Okay. And one of them, he's. Stu How's that not a Maxim, movie? And one of them, he's Sam Taylor because it's a TV show. But it's one episode. Every episode is a single episode, like Black Mirror. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I'm i super down to watch that. Okay. I could definitely go without watching Bumblebee. Okay. So we will go to, I would just see a lot of stuff about Stu Maxim um, for Weird City, but I have no context for, for what it will be. I don't know who Stu Maxim is. I just see stuff on Instagram okay. about it. But the one I really want to see is Sam Taylor, The Amazing Stories one that's not a tv one but um we will see if we can watch weird city he's in one episode in 2019 as Stu maxim oh okay yeah yeah i got you so we will watch that and then we'll go from there cool beans monster Um, not much to say more about this movie. I feel like there's not a lot to talk about. I feel yeah. like it's like a, well, I thought it was a pretty straightforward movie. Mm-hmm. Just like. Do you feel like Michael Keaton's character was a good mentor to Mitch? I don't think he was a mentor. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's a training officer. Yeah. And I don't really view him as a mentor. Okay. I feel like he's like a mentor-esque character to, to Mitch, but. See, I think that's the difference between him and Ghost. I think Ghost thought he was supposed to be his mentor, and Mitch was like, you're not my mentor. You're just my training officer. You are my means to an end. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's not personal. Mm. But I liked Michael Keaton's character. Yeah. But I don't think he was a good mentor. (laughs) Yeah. What did you think? I would say no, but. Yeah. He wasn't a good mentor. Yeah. No, I don't think he was. Huh. Hmm. 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 Um, okay, so our what is that? What is that called? Our Hollywood moment. Yep, Hollywood moment of the podcast. I know this is old news. We just haven't talked about it 
because we didn't do one last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently this has been going on for a while and I'm behind the time. But let's just talk about it. Yeah. So do you have thoughts on the whole Johnny Depp, Amber, what's her face situation? Um, you know, I don't have a ton of thoughts. I haven't really honestly watched very many a lot of the videos yeah, tiktok has so many videos of of the trial and i mean it's it is funny to see amber heard's lawyer some have you seen any of the clips mm-hmm. of just like he seems i'm amazed that some of the stuff that is getting <laughs> That is being allowed, I guess, in the court in terms of like, this guy seems like he has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. Amber Heard has lied from the thing. I was going to say the pulpit. I know. I was thinking the pulpit. From yeah. The stand. From the stand multiple times. And like, because none of her stories will make sense. And that's like one of the stories that's on TikTok right now is, you know, where she goes, I was walking out of the room and, and Johnny slapped me and I turned around. And he, she was like, she's sorry. Let me start over. She said. I was walking out of the room and Johnny slapped me across the face. And so I turned around, which if she had to be facing him already. If he right. Slapped her, and she's like, and she goes, and Johnny, I said, Johnny, you hit me. You just hit me across the face. And it just, you'll have to, I'll have to show you this after the podcast. It makes no sense. Yeah. And there's a lot of, th- I feel like I keep seeing clips like that where it's just, she's saying things that logistically don't make sense. And so our probably not true because of that and and just the it doesn't sound real anyways so i think it's sad i think it sucks to be like johnny depp i mean i don't think he's faultless in this situation either but i think she was certainly a manipulative and abuser well highly abusive yeah i mean no one is perfect in a relationship yeah i was so that's what i'm confused about was he also then abusive back or like physically abusive but that's why I, I heard that's no. Murky. Okay. Um, but I don't. I don't really know. Here's what I think is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I think that it's wrong, and I think that I, I obviously am a big fan of Disney. Mm-hmm. However, I think they have a lot of amends to make yeah. because he is very clearly the victim in this situation. Yeah, yeah. He did go back to drinking and mm-hmm. drug use. He admits it. Yeah. As a coping mechanism because his wife was abusing him yeah. for years. Yeah. And when the trial starts is when Disney is like, sorry, you can't be part of Pirates of the Caribbean anymore. Yeah. Like, what? And that doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. he's the victim. Yeah. And you're punishing him. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if any production company would have done that to a woman who was being abused. Yeah, yeah. There would be, there would be, right, like, people would be furious. Yeah. And I just think it's ridiculous that, first of all, I think it's a huge deal that Johnny Depp is coming out and is like, I am a man and I am a victim of abuse. Yeah. Of domestic violence yeah like that's a huge deal yeah in my opinion because i feel like men don't step out when they should because they're supposed to be men and all yeah. that kind of nonsense and i feel like that can be i think it shouldn't be but i think it's embarrassing for anyone and i think men find it even more embarrassing yeah so for johnny depp to like be like no like i'm gonna stand up for myself mm-hmm. and then he gets punished by 
a company that mm-hmm. he built years, like a, a relationship with for years yeah. and built a character that everybody loves. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that's what's making me the, like so angry is that why is Disney mm-hmm. not amending this situation? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that they haven't released any statements or anything one way or the other. It's, it's silly. Yeah. And like, he is very cl- clearly the victim. Yeah. Nobody's going to be perfect in a relationship. Mm-hmm. However, nobody should be physically abused in a relationship. Yeah. Any kind of abuse in a relationship. Yeah. And like his coping mechanism, while it was not healthy for him, yeah. it was his coping mechanism. Yeah. And like you can't always fault people for those things. Not that it's right. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. oh, I just am really frustrated that. He wasn't taken off of Jack Sparrow until he started speaking out mm-hmm. about how he was being abused. Yeah. And I just think if that was a woman. Yeah. People would be up in arms about it. Yeah. And people don't really seem to be as, I don't know. Yeah. It's a double standard. Yeah. Because he's a I man. do think, thankfully, everybody seems to be on Johnny's side. Except for um those, uh, my man, unfortunately, Elon Musk. And James Franco are testifying in favor Amber, of Amber Heard. Yeah. Also, there's Am- so many weird celebrities that are t- like Paul Bettany's, you know, connection to this. And it's very weird. It's I feel like they're all very random people. Yeah. Well, also, um, what was I going to say about Amber Heard was supposed to be in. Oh, this might not be true, and I don't know if I can say if I should say it. I feel like she was supposed to be in a Marvel movie. Okay. Nope. I think she was supposed to be in a new Justice League movie, oh, which would not be Disney, right? Yeah, so- I think she was supposed to be in a new just Justice League movie because I think Jason Momoa. I should just stop talking. Yeah. There's but either way, Johnny Depp was was penalized from two industries. Yes. Disney and Warner Brothers. Yes. So. For something he he is a victim of. Yeah. I just, I just, ah, it yeah. makes me so mad and I feel so bad for him. But I'm also like, good for you, Johnny. Yeah. Good. Like, it really is unfair that he's being penalized for this. Yeah. For something that. I think cancel culture has just its roots are so deep in that a company as soon as a whiff of anything because I think they just assume that he was at fault and they with before any investigation they're like we don't we just don't want to be associated with this. But nobody did that to Amber. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I just. I just. I just. Yeah. I can't even form words. Yeah. I don't know that much. I don't know a lot about it. Mm -hmm. But what I do know really frustrates me but i'm also like you know what he's being like extremely brave Mm -hmm. and hopefully this is one of those things that will change things as we go like yeah again just men can be victims of domestic violence yeah and they have the right to stand up for themselves as well yeah and it just sucks that he is getting punished for being a victim yeah when that would never happen if it was a woman. Right. I shouldn't say it would never happen, but. Yeah. 
Anyways, that's my uh, soapbox about oh, Depp and Amber. Yeah, good thoughts. But maybe I spoke out of turn, but I don't know. I know a lot of people are talking about it. Yeah. I was trying to avoid talking about it, but I couldn't avoid it any longer. I know. I, I do wonder, do you know how long the trial is supposed to go on for? No, but apparently it's been going on for like a couple of years. Yeah. I didn't even know. It, it was just going started on. to get publicized, yeah. though, because they did. They just started airing whatever. I don't know how. I don't know how court cases work. Like, I don't, I don't know either. if they've entered into a new stage or which is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. To not know how that works. You know what I mean? I feel like that's something that. We're very uneducated as Americans. On yeah. How the justice system works. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which really sucks for innocent people because those are the ones that get screwed by the justice system. Yeah. That's why you got to have a, a good lawyer on yeah. retainer. Yeah. <laughs> I got to watch some more suits. I've never watched that show. I, I found it enjoyable for like one season. Ah. I think there's like 11. Yeah. I I think past the first season, I was like, I could go without this show. That's fair. Yeah. But anyways, if anyone has any like more knowledge about Johnny Depp and Amber, um, you can like give us more info. Yeah. Because I like, I kind of want more info, but here's my thing is when you go, like, I don't really, <laughs> I don't want to weed through all the junk to yes. get to the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I like, I do try to not watch stuff on Instagram reels. I don't yeah. have TikTok, but on Instagram reels because it's such a short snippet of mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't sit there and watch six hours of court TV. Yeah. To figure out was that one clip taken out of context? Yes. Or not. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I know there are people that they spend a lot of their time like researching this and know yeah. about it. And I would love, I would love to know yeah. a little bit more. Um, and if you know, if like Disney has or will be making amends because they should, yeah in my humble opinion i am no yeah i am ho yes i'm whole i wasn't trying to i wouldn't say that (laughs) (laughs) anyways um so yeah uh find us on the instagram i feel like this is a weird transition out of this but find us on the instagram at sstv dreams or guacamole or Isabel underscore Blanche. Nice. And <laughs> you message us. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I thought you had more to like, I thought there was going to be like a number or something and there was no nope. number. So nope. I felt awkward. But um, <laughs> message us if you have anything to say about American Assassin or Johnny Depp. Because, well, I loved American Assassin and we both love Johnny Depp. That's true. So. I do love Johnny Depp. Yeah. Has he been perfect? No. Has any celebrity? No. Except for Dylan O'Brien. Well, yeah, so yeah. That's, that's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Dylan O'Brien, if you want to give us a shout out at any point in <laughs> life, we won't mind um, a shout out. So catch us on the Instagram. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And remember who you are. Bye. Bye. Bye.